Sometimes a storm is good to shake up your soil, to build your life. You need a little shaking of the soil. We're so glad to be here today in the basement. It could be in a barn. We're going to talk about the barn in a minute. It could be anywhere because the joy of the Lord is in this place. It's Mother's Day. Come on, somebody. Who knows without your mama, you'd be in trouble. Come on now. It's Mother's Day. So not only are we in God's goodness, in his presence, but we are thankful for all the moms. If you're a mom right now, just say me. Type me on the chat. Just post me if you're a mom. If you're an expected mother, post me. We appreciate you. And y'all may be seated this morning, this Mother's Day, Sunday, May 10th, 2020. We want to continue to thank you for all your check-ins online and all your sharing of the live stream experience, the watch parties. It means the world to us, to your church, and it honors God because we're spreading his gospel. So it's Mother's Day, and usually usually Michelle talks about mothers, and I'm going to do it today. And it's, it's harder to preach a lot of times about things that everybody already knows about. Christmas, Easter, Mother's Day. Those are harder to preach about because people already know about. So you have to be thoughtful with how you're going to present truth so that people still listen. Because what they tend to do is check out on those days because they already kind of, they kind of know it. But commissioned under the gospel, I'm here to bring you a word that's fresh to your heart today. And my mom, she's probably watching. I think she's watching. She better be watching. I'm just so thankful for her because she's always there for her children. She's got, oh, I lost count. How many grandchildren? 14? 15? 15, Chloe says. See, I checked Chloe. 16. Okay, I don't even know how many she's got. She's got a lot, double digits. And the reason she has seen this tree grow is because of the motherly instinct she poured into her children and then them into their children. And I want to also thank my wife for being the most fabulous mother I know. Her and my mom, so I have to keep them together because they're equally valuable to me. But what she does for our family is invaluable. So thank you, babe. I love you. You're the backbone of this house. But moms, moms know how to do it. When you're tired and you don't want to be bothered, moms are still working. Moms are still doing something. Has anybody ever had that moment where you found yourself repeating something your mom used to say or maybe still says? And isn't it funny how back then what annoyed us now is wisdom to our ears? It's funny how that works. It's like God's doing something. And remember that recipe your mom used to make? Now you ask your spouse to make it like mom did? That used to annoy Michelle when we first got married, and now she's used to it because she realized it's never going to change because you want things the way your mom did it, the way your mom prepared it, 
is familiar, it's nostalgic, it brings back memories. Make it the way mom did. Moms are the backbone to our lives. They keep us together when we can't. They open our ears when we won't listen. And they remind us of truth when we need to hear it. And they are glue to our families. They're glue. Touch somebody, tell them, they're the glue. Thank your mom, because they're the glue. They protect their child without reluctance. It's built in. It's built in. We can all thank our moms today for something, but just remember and tell your neighbor to look at them, look at them and say, you wouldn't be here without your mama. Let's go to God's word. I want to look at a very famous mother in the scripture. Can you guess who it is? Yes, because there's something about Mary that was different, that set the tone for mothers. We're going to go to Luke chapter 1, verse 35 and 38. Yeah, we're going to skip two in the middle. It's like the Oreo. You skip the white part in the middle. We're going to do this, the chocolate outsides, okay? Verse 35, it says, and so this is, this is when God spoke through Gabriel to Mary that she should bear a child born of the spirit of the living God. Verse 35 says, and the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also that Holy One who was born, who's to be born will be called the Son of God because he was born out of the womb of his mother makes him son, fruit, offspring, offspring, has a beginning. That's why we call him the son of God. Then Mary said, verse 38, behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Mary's saying, you've commissioned me for this and I'm up for the challenge. You've commissioned me, so I'm up for the challenge, God. Whatever you've called me to do is what I'll do. It hadn't happened yet. It hadn't happened yet. But she felt the promise and the calling on her life. My title this morning is Mother's Intuition. Mother's Intuition. And for all your sons out there that know what you've done wrong, don't sweat it. Don't look at your mom right now. But if you do, she's going to know that something's up because she's got mother's intuition. Mother's intuition was created by God to protect you and see you through. If you want to write that down right now, it's a good thing to do to write this stuff down and read it again later in the week when you forget because you didn't watch it on YouTube like you should have. It's okay. It'll be out there Monday on YouTube. Mother's intuition was created by God to protect you and see you through to protect you and see you through but before the mom had the intuition God had to call and put it on their life and just like Mary here the promise was before fruition 
The promise came way before it happened. See, God often delegates a promise over your life before it's come to fruition. So what do we do? We look for fruition and say it's not there. And God says, no, it's there. You have to activate it. It takes activation. You have to recognize and act upon what I've put inside you to come out. And Gabriel tells Mary right here that the Holy Spirit will come upon you and you will bear a son born of God and he shall be called the son of God. Jesus, Mary said, I'm down for the challenge because the Lord has called me. See, moms, I want to talk to you first for a second. Never forget what God put inside you. God put inside you something that was meant to come out from the time you came out of your mother's womb. You were designated and forthcoming to have an intuition that no one else has, to have an instinct that no one else has. Never forget what God put in you to pour out. It was meant to come out. God gave you this weird ability. It's weird. You know, weird's not a bad thing. It just means different. I preach that a lot. I like to be weird because if I wasn't weird, it'd be boring because I'd look just like you or you'd look just like me or we'd be just all the same and we'd like all the same foods and we dress all the same. But weird is good because it's different. And it's weird that God gave moms this ability. He gave women this ability to have this instinctive, intuitive, protective, foreseeing, prophetic eyes on their kin, on their children, on the situation, that the rest of us are kind of like late to the game sometimes. We're late to arrive to the same ideas that mom already see. And Mary was always a step ahead of where everyone else was when it came to the things Jesus did. That's because mother's intuition was created by God to protect you, the children, and see you through the children. So moms, don't ever neglect what God put inside you and is meant to come out. It was meant to shine. That's something, that's a gift from God that he put inside you. And Mary declared right then when Gabriel told her what should come forth, that she would be a maidservant for the calling. It hadn't happened yet though, but she knew about it. Moms, you've been empowered by God to do great things. And God can't bring out of you what wasn't designated to come forth from you. Everybody has a different role in life. And moms, one of your, one of your, one of your best gifts God gave you is an intuition to protect and see your children through that others can't. Mary was ahead of the game where others didn't even know about it yet. The promise was well before the fruition. And we're going to go through some other passages here to show Mary's behavior as Jesus progressed through his childhood, through his ministry. And it's really cool because moms are also really good at holding on to things like the details. How many know the details matter? Come on, somebody. If you believe that details matter, just give me an amen or something. Give me a heart emoji. Give me some kind of Mother's Day emoji if they got that on, on social media. Mary, there was something about Mary. That's a good movie. There's something about moms, not just Mary. Mary set the tone here. If you go to Luke chapter 2, 
Look at verses 15 through 19. When you have it, emoji, amen, praise hands, heart. I can't see you, so I'm just going to assume it's happening. It says, so it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven. So this is, let me give you some context. Now the shepherds are going to find the Messiah come in the manger when Jesus had just been born. First, Mary had been promised to give birth and bear a child, and it hadn't happened yet. She had not known uh, Joseph yet. None of this had happened. They weren't married yet. None of this had happened yet. But then the baby came forth. And now the angel of the Lord has spoke to the shepherds, telling them that the, the, the Messiah had been born. And so here they're going to see the baby for the first time. And it says, chapter 2, verse 15, So it was when the angels had gone away from them, into heaven, the wise men, the shepherds said to one another, let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste, like they were excited, and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the stank manger. We know how that goes. It didn't smell good. It didn't look good. But God delivers things in packages that don't always look good or feel good or feel confrontational. But that's what love does. It's it's truthful and transparent. And it strips you of the junk and gets right to the point, kind of like a good mom does. She strips the junk out of the conversation and says, come on now. I know what you're thinking. I know what you have. And so the, so, the, so the shepherds went to the manger and it says they came with haste. They found the baby lying there in the manger. And now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told of them concerning the child. This is the Messiah. Hey, everybody, this is the Messiah come to save the world. And all the shepherds who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by, the, by these shepherds. But Mary, everybody say, but Mary kept all these things. She, she gathered them and pondered them in her heart. She grabbed the details of what just happened and put them in her heart. You think Mary didn't know already what was going on? Come on now. Because there's something about Mary. There's something about moms. Because mother's intuition was created by God and forecast on your life. And it's to see your children through and to protect them. And when they came shouting with joy, she already knew what had happened. Because she's the mom. The moms are ahead of the curve. And it says she kept these things in her heart. See, moms hold on to the details. You can thank your mom right now for not forgetting that. Insert that thing, that noun right now. Thank you, mom, for not forgetting that. Thank you, mom, for wrapping my wife's Mother's Day presents. Thank you, mom. You see, moms never stop giving. They still help their 41-year-old sons who live next door wrap their, 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 their wife's presents. See, they never miss the details because someone else would perhaps, hypothetically, would never happen. The text said, Mary kept these things in her heart. See, the quiet one in the room is the one really listening a lot of times. You don't think they hear nothing, but they're keeping things. They're pondering. They're gathering things into their heart. And Mary would do this continually. And we're not going to even touch on all the verses uh, with the passages here that she does this, but we're going to touch on a few. That's what moms do. They keep the details and they hold on to them. Because when you need it later, because you've forgotten as the child, as the adolescent, as the one that knows everything, your mom says, I remember what God said. I remember how to protect you. I remember what you need. Michelle, my wife, she's got mother's intuition. She's she's just the most amazing 
mom because she can read our kids and read the situation when, when I think I'm pretty good at it, but she's better at it. When I say, yeah, let's test these nuts and see what happens to Caleb, she says, no, you want to kill that child? If you want to go to the hospital and not be able to see him because of the corona situation, you go ahead and give him some of those Brazilian nuts. But I'm his mother, and I know he's not ready for that, and you're going to endanger your child. So don't test the waters with my son because I know what's best for him. She knows if he's got that look on his face like he's going to have a reaction. She knows if he's upset because he's got that look on his face. She knows if it's time to whip out the expired EpiPen. She knows if it's time to buy a new EpiPen because that one's expired. We don't want to use that. She holds on to the details, and that is the backbone of your family. Mothers hold on to these details that keep you alive in your life and without your mama you'd be in trouble come on somebody give me some clap emojis for that because that's the truth I can look really cool I can portray the leader in the house but you take away my backbone and I'm jelly you know what I'm saying you take away my wife, who's the mother of my children, and I'm jelly. You take away my mother, who lives close to me. My brother used to say, cut the cord, little Jeffy. Cut the cord. Because I depended on my mother, then I still do. Because she's the backbone to my life. My wife's the backbone to my life and my children's life. And you take away the backbone of your life, and you just fall down like jelly. You need a backbone. You need your mama. And Mary knew these things. Mary knew what God said, and she was there. As everybody else was learning, she already knew about the promise. And moms are good at holding on the details. We need people like this. We need moms. We need dads. We need uncles and aunts and, and, and pastors and friends and accountability because collectively, this is how we're built as people. See, everybody has a different contribution to your life, but moms are the backbone to it. And without the mom, the rest will have a hard time penetrating because mom, moms hold on to the details. That detail your mom gave you, that's what brought you up. You pray like you do because that's what brought you up. Your mom put that in you. You think like you do, your mom put that in you. You, you come to God before all things like you do, it's because your mom put that in you. And yeah, your dad helped too, and your uncles helped too, and your family helped too, but your mom is the center of your growth because she's your backbone. Moms work hard. Moms work hard. When some of us feel like reaching out to family and friends now that we're bored in the coronavirus and we think of them now. Moms were already doing that back when things were normal. They were still getting the groceries when we needed food. They were still changing diapers when we needed food. They were still making sure that the rules were followed so you didn't destroy your kid's allergy, uh, uh, allergy problem and make them sick. They were always doing everything holding on to the details before there was time for it because they work to keep you together. Amen. Thank you, moms. I could preach it. What about Jesus? Jesus is working through the moms. Jesus is working through your mom for you. Mother's intuition was created by God to protect you and see you through. Mm. Anybody ever been grounded? You're grounded. Grounded. Who came up with that? Like... I think of it a little two, two ways. What, what the, the cultural thing is you're grounded. Anybody ever been grounded? Come on, somebody. I know you've been grounded. Nate, Nate I know you've been grounded. 
I've been grounded a little bit. My brother was a grounded a lot more than me. Just saying. See, grounded, I think of it like humbleness. But in cultural terms, when your mom's saying it to you, you's in trouble. You're not doing that. I'm keeping you. See, see, they're keeping you grounded by locking you up. Because you don't know what you're doing. Because it feels like a punishment right now, but you don't know what you're doing. You're not ready. Moms, hold on to the details, and they'll keep you grounded even when you're grown. They'll keep you grounded even now. They'll ground you if you need to. And I'm not talking about like you're in trouble. I'm telling mom. I'm telling, I don't get scared of my mom like that, though I do get scared of my mom sometimes when she gets really mad because she, you know, she, is, she is Italian and she gets really mad. And then I, I do cry sometimes when she yells. Just kidding. I don't cry anymore. I'm, I'm numb to the pain. But listen, when I, when, I, when I get grounded nowadays, it's called wisdom. I'm getting grounded by the protection that she foresees. She sees the promise before I do. She sees the things before I do, just like Mary saw before everybody else. Moms keep you grounded when you need your feet on the ground. Moms keep you humble when you need your feet grounded on the ground. I remember I used to live in Nashville, Tennessee. Shout out Nashville. It was my home away from home. And when I first moved there, it was really lonely. And I was, you know, like had some friends and stuff and everything was cool. But one time my mom sent me a care package and it was just like the best thing ever. It was like some cookies. I don't even totally remember. It was cookies. I think it had like some household items one time when I moved there (laughs) she tried to pack the milk from St. Louis we're moving to Nashville people June 5th 1999 and she was going to pack the milk I said mom I know you love me but they got milk there we can buy milk at the grocery store now come on isn't it funny though what annoyed me then is wisdom now see now I see the depth of love that she had now in a way I didn't back then because I got my own kids. But she would send these care package, packages and one time one got lost by the UPS and that's back before Amazon Prime when there was pictures of everything delivered. Someone straight up stole my care package because we were in a college town and all these college kids, they know they like them cookies and someone took my cookies and I was bitter because I didn't get the cookies from St. Louis that my mom had designated for me to get. See, those are the things that keep you grounded, remembering the details of what's important and that's the people that love you the most. The people that are closest to you the most are the ones that care the most. The ones that think you're think you're great when you, everything's good and then they're nowhere to be found when you're going through the battle. Those are the ones that really give a rip about you. But the ones that love you are the ones that are there through thick and thin and that starts with your mama, your mother, your mommy, mom, whatever you call her. They were first and they will always be closest to your heart. Mary always was aware of what was going on. I want to look at this last passage. So we talked about Mary getting the promise. She had to act on it. God put it in her. She was ready to act on it. That's for the moms. But then, for you children out there, Mary kept those things in her heart for Jesus and those around her. Just like mom's keeping those little things when you were a kid in her heart to protect you when you got older. And then they're here to keep grounding you mentally, humbly, keeping you faithful to the Lord even as you're grown. Luke chapter 2, 41 through 45. This time, Jesus is about 12 and he's preaching to the 
the Pharisees in the synagogue and he's 12 and he has left without permission. He's done something that would get me in trouble. He didn't say I'm leaving. He's not even like, like my kids are not even supposed to unlock the door without permission. If they straight up left and went and started preaching in some synagogue, I'd be a little upset. Nothing's changed. There's something about Mary. There's something about moms. It says in verse 41, his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to the custom of the feast. They're going to eat, have a feast. And when they had finished the days, as they returned, the boy just, Jesus lingered behind in Jerusalem. And Joseph and Mary didn't even know that he stayed. I guess they were busy talking. They were busy playing on social media when they were camelback and back to Bethlehem or wherever they were, wherever they were going. And, um, and they forgot that Jesus was missing. Verse 44 says, but supposing him... To have been in the company, they went a day's journey and sought him among their relatives and acquaintances, didn't find him. It says, so when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem seeking him. They lost all that time, had to go all the way back to J-Town and to find him. It says, now it was so after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were astonished at his understanding. And answers. Isn't it funny? You can be Jesus himself, the most, the most fundamentally, theologically smart human on the planet, and still get in trouble by your mom. So, so all you smart people, there's a message in that. It means no matter how smart you are, there's going to be times where your mom has your best interest, and you might have missed it. So be thankful for your moms. It says in verse 48, so when they saw him, Mary and Joseph, they were amazed, um, Excuse me. When they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said to him, so, so they were amazed, like, wow, this is our son talking like this. However, you unlocked the door, you left the house, and you didn't ask permission. And someone could have kidnapped you, little Jesus. What are you thinking? It says, so why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. See, mothers carry an anxious heart. It's called intuition. Something's wrong. When you feel that anxiety for your child, you know something's wrong and they knew Jesus was missing and they may not always understand the details but they know when something's wrong they know when something's not right and so even Mary and Joseph went she said we have sought you anxiously this is funny and Jesus said to them why did you seek me did you not know that I must be about my father's business but they didn't understand this statement what he spoke to them then he went down with them and came to Nazareth Excuse me, I said Bethlehem earlier. It happens. It was subject to them. But his mother again, what's it say? Kept all these things in her heart. You know, there's other sermons around this. He's about his father's business. He was building his ministry, even though he didn't effectively start until he was 30 years old. But his mom didn't quite understand that, but she still knew enough to know something was up. And she knew by intuition that something was up. So as she learned more about her son, she kept those things in her heart because mother's intuition will say, hold on to these details because they're going to matter later. So that's what she did. She kept them in her heart. She always kept them in her heart. He wasn't ready yet. High priests declared their ministry at 30 years old and Jesus was 12. So he wasn't ready yet. And he, he knew he wasn't ready. And Mary knew he wasn't ready. But she was intuitive. That's the mother's intuition to keep that bit in your heart. For the next experience, you may need it later. And good moms will keep you grounded 
even when you think you're grown. Moms will keep you grounded even when you're grown. My mom still checks on me. She never stops loving me. She never stops checking on me. She never stops making sure I'm okay. There was other scenarios, like when Jesus at the, at the wedding turned the water into wine and Mary knew then what he could do. She said, whatever he says, do it. See, she knew something they didn't. There's something about Mary. There's something about moms. Mother's intuition was created by God to protect you, child, and see you through. Maybe some of you are at battles right now with your mom. Maybe some of you or at that adolescent transition window where you don't understand why they doing you like that. Why they doing this to me. But it's built in. It's from God. They want to protect you. When they see a wolf, they know danger's coming. They're going to protect you whether you like it or not. They're going to work to protect you no matter what because that's what they're here for is to put you first no matter what. They love you no matter what. They'll be first no matter what. And who are you going to call first when you have a problem? Yes, ma'am. They will be there. They will be there for you no matter what. They'll rebuke the devil they see in your life right now. And call upon the name of Jesus when you don't even know about it. They'll be praying for you when you're out there messing up. They were praying for you. And when you go out and trip again, they'll be praying for you. They're always praying for you. God wired moms to protect and never leave their child behind. If y'all could stand with me on Mother's Day 2020. I thought of another passage this morning that was interesting. Because here's Mary going through her whole life, watching her son come to fruition according to the promise she and him both knew about. More than anybody else, they knew best. Joseph knew about it too. But there's something about Mary. There's something about moms that know more than everyone else. And, And can you imagine being Mary now? She has watched her son grow up wander off announce his ministry watch the dove descend upon him to declare he is the messiah the one who is the come go through persecution do miracle signs and wonders and now according to the promise which she knew from the beginning would pay the ultimate price and go to the cross and I think of John the gospel of John the disciple whom Jesus loved who was standing at the cross when Jesus breath breathed his last breath who was standing at the cross Mary and John and what did Jesus say he said my time is over my time has come and John behold your mother And he said, Mary, Mama, behold your son. 
because you need someone to keep caring about. And I'm not saying, Mom, that when I'm gone, you're never going to stop caring about me. I'm saying it's built into you now that you should put those blessings in and watch out for John like you watched out for me and the rest of your children and James, my other brother, and all my siblings. You are meant to activate this intuition and keep using it as the backbone as we walk this earth. Behold your son, John. And as Mary, I can't imagine. All you moms, I can't imagine what that will feel like. But just know, no matter where your children are, whether they're on this earth or they have moved on, your parenting was never forsaken. Your love and instinct for them was never forsaken. And it's what shaped them to be the best they could be. And they had a decision to make on their own. And you acted upon your intuition. And you did the best you could. And God honors that no matter what. And now, behold your son. You can carry it further further in the name of Jesus. You can, you can love everybody. You can mother them. I know they're a foster child. And just because they didn't come from your loins doesn't mean you can't mother them and you can't be the backbone to their life and because that little kid down the street who has no parents or he has a broken home you can mother them you can be the backbone to their life because you have a gift from God called intuition that no one can take from you and no one can imitate because it was meant for you so this Mother's Day I want to give the biggest shout out come on somebody let's emoji out the moms on Facebook and let them know that there is no greater love than the love of mom from the father Jesus through the mother to the child and we will never be the same without moms we need moms in every aspect of our life they are the backbone to our family and we give thanks right now and we're going to pray over everyone right now and we're going to pray especially for the moms God we ask right now that those moms who are weary those moms that are battling the child right now God that you give them strength and know that they're doing your will and that through consistency and faithfulness and being a maidservant behold according to what you have called God they will uphold your truth and those kids will come around and they'll quit fighting them and they'll eventually see that it was out of love the tough love was so that they could keep them on the path to straight and narrow to heaven God and we want to pray for for all the other mothers in every situation not just not just the hard situations but all situations to know that your input matters and that your time matters and we know you're overworked and we know you're tired but remember God put this in you because we need you we need you your children need you your family needs you and we are so grateful God we pray that this is the best Mother's Day. This coronavirus Mother's Day is the best Mother's Day that they've ever had. That they get something good for dinner. They get some nice cards today and that people just pour out their love for them because they are what are keeping the family grounded. And if the house of God can say, in Jesus' name, amen.